Have you ever had one of those crazy busy days and you walk by the mirror and look and you realize, oh my goodness, I look like a hot mess today? (laughs) I think we've all had those days. And when you're learning about fashion and learning about style, they can be more common. So today I'm going to share with you five things not to do when you're beginning to learn about fashion and style and creating the wardrobe that you love. Hey there, lovely. Welcome to Personal Style for Christian Women. Are you tired of walking into your closet and feeling like you have nothing to wear? Do you feel frustrated when you look in the mirror and feel frumpy and icky in your clothes? Do you want to build a wardrobe that is authentic, timeless, and easy in a way that honors God and His plan for beauty and femininity? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a crazy busy homeschooling mom of six. I used to look in the mirror frustrated and uncomfortable in my clothes and wish that I could just look and feel good and maybe get a compliment from my husband. I wanted to have fewer clothes that I really loved, discover my personal style to feel joyful and creative, and appreciate my body at every size and stage. But I was terrified what people would think if I dressed for myself and let go of trends and expectations. Then I discovered how to have confidence in the way God created me and His plan for beauty. In this podcast, you'll find style tips from color to body type, the magic of having less with a capsule wardrobe, and biblical mindset tips so you can bring your inner beauty to the outside. So go put in your favorite earrings, fix that hair, and let's dig in. Are you tired of struggling with too many clothes? Are you sick of feeling that closet overwhelm when you go to get dressed every day? Are you done struggling to understand how to choose clothes that flatter you, how to make you look naturally beautiful, how to bring out the things that you actually want to show people when you interact with them and how you show up in the world? I get it because that used to be me. That's why I created the Radiant Woman Intensive, a three-month style program to help you get from frumpy, hot mess to confident, stylish woman. Inside this program, we talk about all the steps that you need to get your wardrobe in order. We start with color. We talk about style. We talk about body shapes. We talk about clothing so specifically for all of those different things. And then you work on creating three signature looks that you can wear on repeat over and over again, how to build a functional wardrobe out of those three amazing looks so you can have more time every day to live your life and you can show up as your authentic self. So if you're done with the overwhelm and you're ready to figure it out, you're ready to find your best looks, best everything for your wardrobe, then I invite you to join us this September for the very last run of the intensive for 2023. This is the last run before maternity leave. So jump on in. Don't wait till next year to get your style together. Come join us at IamARadiantWoman.com and I cannot wait to see you inside. So you've decided that it's time to figure out your personal style. You are ready to take the leap, you are ready to figure it out, and you are trying all of the things, trying to get it together, trying to make your clothes look nice, trying to make your outfits look great, Um, just trying to look good, trying to show up, trying to look put together, right? Now, I've been at this a while, and I've seen some funny mistakes, and I've made some crazy mistakes. So today, I'm going to be sharing with you five things that you should definitely not do when you're beginning to learn about style and integrate it into your life. The first thing I want to share with you is one of the mistakes that I made. So back when I first found out about color analysis, I was all in, I was super gung-ho, and I made mistake number one, and that is buying every single color in your season, right? So I'm a clear winter, and that means that I am cool and bright and medium to dark in value, and 
that that color span is pretty big. Um, most of them have between 30 and 60 colors available. And I went on a rampage. I started buying every single color that I could find without any thought to whether it was cohesive or went together. The thought of a smaller color palette was not interesting to me because I needed variety. And so my closet, even though the colors were all pretty great for me, they were still a huge mess, a huge mishmash. I had an uneven distribution of colors that didn't always work very well together unless I wanted to wear outfits that were just really crazy, bold colors every single day. So the first thing not to do is don't buy every color in your season when you find out about a seasonal color analysis. The best thing you can do here is actually to create a color palette and to limit yourself and to start there and really be mindful and conscientious about the colors that you're adding to your wardrobe and how you actually want it to look. The second thing that I don't want you to do is jumping on every new trend. So I'm going to go back a year or two ago when the mom jeans and the wide leg jeans started to really come back into style. And I remember seeing so many of my clients saying things like, you can pry my skinny jeans out of my dead hands. (laughs) And I didn't really wear jeans at that point still. So it wasn't something I really thought about. But I can honestly tell you that if I had still been wearing jeans, I would 100% would not have gone for the mom jeans because I already know that those don't suit me. But sometimes what happens is we're so caught up in what everyone else is doing and what society says is trending and what we're seeing on Instagram and the outfits we're seeing on Pinterest and we don't know ourselves well enough to say no to some of these trends. And so we jump on them, we spend the money, we buy these items of clothing that do not suit us at all. And then not only do we feel regret about how much money we spent, But we also start to feel bad about ourselves because those trends actually make us look less attractive. They make us feel frumpy. They don't bring out our best qualities. So the next time you see one of these new trends and you just don't feel it immediately, just say no. Don't go do it. Don't go buy those mom jeans. The third mistake I see people making and the thing I do not want you to do, and this is something that I did, and so it's very much near and dear to my heart (laughs) as far as mistakes go, is trying to copy or buy done-for-you outfits and style guides or copying outfits from Pinterest, right? And this is that same thing about really just not knowing yourself, right? And sometimes if you have been in a complete style rut and you have no idea what's going on, and you don't have the time to invest in learning, you can experiment this way, but I really don't recommend it, especially doing the ones where you buy someone's book or ebook or capsule wardrobe guide, and it tells you how to create a full capsule wardrobe by buying specific pieces, because these kinds of things actually cause you to waste a ton of money. And I'm going to go back to the infamous chambray debacle of 2020, right? So I bought one of these guides back in 2019. And one of the items on the list was a chambray button-up shirt. And I'm sure if you've ever gone to Pinterest and you've Googled capsule wardrobes, you've seen one of these things because everyone seems to think it's a wardrobe essential, right? It's a very classic kind of tailored denim shirt. (laughs) My husband says they look terrible, by the way. He hates them. But anyways, I digress. Um, 
So I bought my first one thinking I was just going to rock this look because it's a wardrobe essential, right? It's got to look good on everybody. So I bought the first one and I just wasn't really feeling it. And I thought, oh, well, maybe it's the wrong color of chambray, right? Or maybe it's the wrong cut or maybe it's the wrong fabric. So I bought another one and it still was wrong. (laughs) It still, I tried something different. It still didn't work for me. So I bought a third one and it still didn't work. And the third one I bought was a really great product. I bought one that was the perfect color. The cut was really good. Um, It was even a petite, so the arms weren't too long for me. I mean, it had everything going for it that should have worked. And it made me feel like I was stressed to go to prison. It is just not a good look for me. And if you think about this, it took me three tries to finally get it through my stubborn head. This shirt wasn't going to work for me. This iconic, and I don't know if it's iconic or not, but this supposed wardrobe essential was not essential for me. It was a non-essential. It was a no, no, please don't do that kind of shirt. And I'm just trying to save you the same waste of money, the same frustration issues that I have had when I talk about these types of guides, these types of products, and warn you against them. Because this was only one item out of about 60 that were in the guide, and it's not the only mistake I've made. It was the worst one because I kept trying three different times, but there were a couple other items that I tried at least twice before giving up and saying it was a no-go. So please stay away from these types of things. Learn yourself for real. Don't copy other people's style because it's going to cause you wasted money and frustration. The next one is one of my favorites, things that I do not want you to do. Please don't go shopping without a list. This is probably one of my top five pieces of advice overall is to shop is for how to shop mindfully, essentially, is to shop from a list. I started doing this pretty early on. I actually made a spreadsheet of all the things that I wanted to buy, and it had the brand that I was considering and the price point so I could watch to see if things went on sale. It had the color. It was a very detailed spreadsheet. And I prioritized it by how often I thought I was going to wear the items so that I could see which ones were actually the biggest needs in my wardrobe. And I've simplified this usually when I describe it and I tell people to make a list, right? Brain dump everything that you think that you actually want into a list. And then you need to prioritize it by the things that you actually want slash need the most, right? And then once you have your list prioritized, when you go shopping, you only focus on the top five things. And I say the top five things because if you're out somewhere, it gives you five things to kind of be looking for. But if you find number five, but not number one, you still have the permission to buy it. But this way, you're only focusing on the top five. And once you buy one, you mark it off your list and you bump everything else up a little bit. And this way, you slowly build your wardrobe focused on the things that you actually need and want in that moment. And you're not just getting distracted by shiny object syndrome or some random shirt that happens to be your favorite color. It's not on your list. You already have 10 shirts in that color. You really don't need another one, right? So please, please don't shop without a list. The last thing on my list today, the thing I'm going to tell you not to do when you're exploring style, exploring fashion, learning who you are and finding your authentic style persona is asking friends and family to help you. And there are a couple reasons here. Raise your hand if you've ever gone shopping with somebody and they told you everything looked great right? So this is one end of the spectrum is the person who gives you positive feedback no matter how things actually look, right? You don't want to go shopping with that person. (laughs) You don't want their feedback because it's not truthful. On the other hand is the person you go shopping with and their style is completely opposite of yours. And so they don't like anything you try on. 
And then you leave feeling defeated and almost like a weirdo, like you don't like something is wrong with you because your friend doesn't like anything that you like. And this is where the heart of this really comes into play. When we ask our friends and family for their advice and their input on the clothing that we wear, and I have a caveat to this in just a minute, when we ask female, especially friends and family for their input on our style, we're actually asking them their input on their style. And that can be great, but I'd like to share a story with you that one of my clients told me. Um, We had been working together for a little while, and she was feeling really confident, and she loved the colors that she was wearing. Um, And she went out one time, and one of her friends said to her, why are you wearing that color? It's such a drab, boring color. And it was the color olive, which is really beautiful on the right people. It's, It's stunning on the right people. And she felt really dejected by this. And what I told her in retrospect was, it's not about you. This is about your friend's perception of that color, right? Maybe your friend doesn't look good in olive and doesn't think it's a great color because it makes her look terrible. And she's projecting that onto you. And so this is why we don't ask our female friends and family for this kind of help because they're going to project onto you their own style, thoughts, wants, needs, insecurities, frustrations, all of those things. So don't ask them for advice. Now, the caveat I mentioned here is if you are married, I am a fan of asking your husband what he thinks. And maybe not about colors because you can get the same thing happening with your husband. My husband happens to be a soft summer, which is is almost exactly opposite of my own season as a clear winter. And so he loves the color gray and the color gray makes me feel like I'm dying. So we have very opposite perspectives. And of course, this being my career, my business and my job, like over time, I have shown him quite visually the difference here. And he's like, oh, wow, that's impressive. But I'm, again, I'm kind of getting off topic here. If you have a husband and you're married, you can ask him, you know, what what do you think is attractive? What do you think is feminine? And I do want to warn you that you're probably going to get his perceptions um, as well. But it also might give you some insight into things that you've never considered. And then you could have some fun trying to bridge the gap between, you know, what he thinks is great and what you think is great. And I've done this before where um, we've let the husbands pick out clothes for their wives for a week. And it's always a really funny experiment to see what they pick and to kind of see, you know, it gives you a little insight into what they think. So back to this whole things not to do, right? Don't let your female friends and family help you. Um, But, you know, you can't ask your husband for his opinion sometimes if you want to know what he thinks. Learning about style, finding your authentic personal style, bringing it into your clothing, into your wardrobe, and transforming it is not a quick process. It is a learning curve, just like many things that we do in life, and you're not going to get it right the first time, probably not the fifth time, and even if you've doing this, been doing this for nearly a decade, you're still going to make mistakes because I still make mistakes, but these are a few of the things that I have learned really just to avoid them completely, right, because these things will not only slow you down, they will derail you completely at times and cause you to lose sight of the goal that you actually have in mind. And if you really want to know your best colors, the best types of clothes for your body, all about style essences, how to create a wardrobe based on things you actually want to wear that are comfortable, that make you look good, then again, I invite you to join us for the September session of the Radiant Woman Intensive. That is at IamARadiantWoman.com. I would love to hang out with you for three months, really get to know you, be your friend, your style encourager. I will tell you the truth. I won't tell you it looks great if it doesn't, and I won't berate you because we have different style types, right? I will encourage you to be the best version of yourself that you can be, to feel beautiful, to look put together every single day, no matter what. 
Hey there, gorgeous, before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at christianstylecommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed, be radiant.